Hey guys, welcome back to the Dan Everett podcast. Uh, my name's Dan and it is fantastic to have you join us today. I'm joined by Jack Shepard in our conversation today. Uh, we've been friends for probably about 13 years now. A great guy, um, journey together in church leadership and he's currently a missional priest down in uh, Scalmersdale near Liverpool and he's written, recently written a blog post on my blog uh, called how to get quality time with Jesus. So please do go and check that out, have a read of that. Check out what Jack's up to um, in the description, all of that kind of stuff as well. But please sit back, enjoy this chat I have with Jack. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's great to have you listening in today. Uh, today I'm joined by Jack Shepherd, my good friend from Skelmersdale. Uh, Jack, welcome back to the podcast. You were on last year as well, but great to have you. How are you today? Hi guys. Yeah, it's great to be with you today. It's been a really good day. Uh, we are finishing uh, term this week uh, in England. Uh, all the year six is moving up to their next school. So I've been in schools, primary schools a lot this week, which has been fun. Yeah, oh, that's amazing as well. And have you been enjoying this week when we're recording as well? It's been like the sunniest week ever. <laughs> so like, have you have you been enjoying the sun? It's been really nice and sunny. I was doing some work from a friend's garden on Wednesday. I had to bring my car into their garage. Uh, and so I was working from a friend's about half an hour from me. Yeah. And it was almost too sunny to be working in the garden. I couldn't really see my computer screen. <laughs> yeah, you need one of those like, yeah, tents on your screen or whatever as well, right? Um, yeah, I'm not going to moan about the sun though. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's a very British thing to do. Uh, <laughs> well, Jack, it's great to have you here today. Uh, we're, we're having a, a bit of a chat around, you know, taking out quality time with Jesus in our daily life, um, which is, such an important conversation I think you know we've we've had many chats over the years and uh, we've probably known each other for about 12 13 years now and in Christianity it is like the most important thing we all know that as well but um for you for you what what's been your journey how, how long have you been a Christian for now um we met each other about 12 13 years ago at university at the church that we were part of then um but like when did you become a Christian mm. So for me, uh, what might be called the normal Christian birth uh, took uh, a long time. Uh, so when I was born, both my parents uh, would have described themselves probably as atheists and uh, had a lot of questions, uh, particularly starting primary school. Mm. And uh, my mum uh, realised that she didn't just want to say, you know, God and Christianity and Jesus and heaven were all made up. Uh, even though that's kind of what she thought. Um, but she decided to dig into things for herself. And so she decided to go on the Alpha course, uh, okay, which yeah. was a real response to uh, her family uh, praying over many years. My aunt, my mum's sister, uh, and my grandparents uh, have been committed Christians for many years. And so they expressed it as an amazing answer to prayer when they saw her mum. Uh, going on the Alpha course. And so me and my mum started sort of asking questions and exploring faith together uh, when I was uh, about five. But then it was only about 11 years after that, Easter Sunday, 2006, that yeah. I was baptised 
uh, in the city centre of York in a great big hot tub uh, and then sort of continued over those coming years. So university uh, was a really significant time for me, both being involved in church and in the Christian union of working out uh, what my faith uh, was about and what I believed in exactly. Yeah. And so through that whole time, then taking time out with Jesus has been so important, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And different yeah. different seasons and times of learning about things. So even, uh, I, I would say one of the key ways in which I began to find out about my faith uh, around the time that I was baptized was through going to prayer meetings. Oh yeah. Uh, fantastic prayer meeting early morning uh, as part of my church in York called Dynamic Prayer. What time was that? It was um, fairly reasonable. It was at seven o'clock in the morning. Okay. Uh, I go along uh, before school, before uh, starting the day at secondary school. Uh, and uh, they always had a nice breakfast afterwards, uh, sort of croissants and orange juice and coffee. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of figuring out faith early on for me uh, was about attending prayer meetings and praying with other people mm -hmm. that's so cool and you know coming through the pandemic that we've all been going through and to a degree still going through at the moment uh you know i i i probably noticed for myself there's been ups and downs with sort of my my time with god and maybe i've heard other people sort of say that type of thing like spending time with jesus it sounds so easy or so simple at least but it's not always that easy like what, what do you think some of the ways that sort of stop us or can get in the way of us, even though we might know it's important? Like what, yeah. what, what would you say to that? I, th I think a lot of it is busyness. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Martin Luther who provides the famous quote uh, that he was too busy not to pray. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that doesn't uh, <laughs> overcome the way that uh, often... Uh, our prayer lives and spending quality time with Jesus can get crowded out because we've got so much uh, that potentially we feel is more important. Uh, we talk about how the urgent competes with the important. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if, if we have important things to do in life, clearly Jesus is, uh, you know, super important, the most important. Uh, and I think the, the urgent or the hyper urgent can, can crowd that out. Uh, and, and even just having good patterns uh, around uh, time management. So uh, getting good rest uh, mm -hmm. in our lives can be really important. Yeah, like focusing on that, that urgent, important thing, that's probably something that we've experienced. Maybe we've not had that language, but we've probably experienced that. What, what does that actually look like? What would be an example of something urgent but not important or something that is important but doesn't feel urgent? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so th there's constant life admin. I think whatever, <laughs> whatever our role in life is, whether we're a student or working with a church or uh, working uh, in, in a school, uh, that there's always stuff like taxes and stuff around our car, maybe, uh -huh. uh, and um, sorting out uh, constant emails. Uh, I ended up spending um, almost the entirety of Wednesday afternoon, simply replying uh, to emails, uh, yeah. which can even relate to that uh, tendency to procrastinate that all of us have, uh, that 
sometimes when we get the ping, ping, ping in our inbox, yeah. it's easy to be drifted away sort of into that other category of doing things that are neither urgent uh, or important. Uh, yeah. Simply making things that are urgent for other people, uh, things that are urgent for us. Uh, and so someone else's priority, they're trying to like make it my priority when actually that shouldn't, that shouldn't be my priority right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was asked to do a piece of work uh, yesterday uh, and then it needed to be done for today. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I did look closely at the emails before that and they had mentioned it earlier in the week, but things weren't ready uh, for me actually to be commissioned to do this piece of work until yesterday. Uh, and so I sent that in and sort of already they're saying like this needs editing and that needs changing, you know, and I'm just going to leave it until Monday. Yeah. That needs to be done today uh, to, to do that. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I know sometimes like, yeah, that email comes in, you're like, oh, I have to respond right now or the world will fall apart. And, you know, there may be that email that does come in that's like that. But 99% of the time, it's probably okay to take a breath and yeah. not respond immediately. Probably, like, Jack, I don't know how many WhatsApp groups you are part of, but I am part of probably far too many. I'm just like, there's all, the, all, we probably all experience that constant, you know, distraction perhaps of uh, notifications on our phones, um, you know, emails coming in, uh, social media, all of that kind of stuff. But actually those things distract us. And I think I like that what you said about like proc you know, procrastinating. Procrastination mm. is like, I'm just, yeah, I'm, just I, I'm, I'm processing that as well. So I think actually sometimes we allow ourselves to procrastinate. Yeah. Because I don't know, maybe there's a fear or something that's holding us back from actually doing what's important. Maybe we mm. maybe don't think, even though how important it is, we know, but we know like actually, oh, it's going to have to take hard work or maybe I'm not good enough. Um, and I think those who are sort of most knowledgeable about the brain would recognize that actually there is something in us which needs to procrastinate sometimes. Yeah. I wouldn't be overly harsh uh, on yourself about procrastination, um, but maybe to allocate specific time to do that. So yeah. there'll be tasks that you do in the day that might really drain you. And potentially after those tasks, you're not going to be able to move straight on to the next big thing that's going to demand creativity and high level thinking. Oh. You might need to block in half an hour uh, to uh, enjoy procrastinating and look at your emails and make yourself a nice cup of coffee. And... Absolutely. I'm always up for like a nice cup of coffee. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so for, for us, we, you know, we're Christians, we follow Jesus and sort of one or the most important part we would say would be to spend time, quality time, uh, with Jesus. And is there, you know, any particularly parts of scripture or anything that has helped you in particular that sort of maybe there's been a really busy season, you're like, okay, actually that's a, a particularly part, you know, a verse or a, a, a parable or whatever it is in scripture that sort of, okay, no, that's really helped. That really gets my focus back to what is most important. So I wrote quite a bit in the blog about John 15, where Jesus talks about abiding with him yeah. uh, and how unless we abide in him, we won't bear any fruit. Uh, I just think that's an incredible part of the scriptures to, to 
meditate on. Uh, I, I love uh, the uh, bit in the Gospel of Matthew uh, where Jesus invites people to, to come to him, those who are weary and heavy laden, uh, and that he'll give them rest. And, and, and I love the paraphrase and the message by Eugene Peterson that, that talks uh, about learning from Jesus the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm. Uh, it's a, a wonderful phrase to reflect on how can we learn the unforced rhythms of grace yeah i, I want to ask you a bit more about those rhythms in a moment but going back to that that, that verse john 15 that's too much that's what that's one you know i know you're not supposed to have maybe favorite chapters in the bible but that is one of my favorite chapters in the bible um and there's that relationship there between abiding in jesus and spending time with him and real fruit fruit that lasts as well like what is that relationship how would you view that relationship between actually how does that work <laughs> spending time with jesus and then fruit coming mm. and I, th I think there's something it, it relates to the urgent and the important that, mm. that unless anything we're doing is rooted in jesus i would say none of it is important uh, and and even the urgent isn't going to make any sense uh, so, so we're looking at starting uh, a new uh, church plant in, in September. And uh, I was saying to them, OK, in August, we're going to have a planning meeting at the beginning of the month. But at the end of August, we're going to have a prayer meeting together, because otherwise there's no point in, tr in trying to do anything in September. Yeah. Uh, throughout my role uh, here in Skarmersdale, uh, it's been key to develop a, a rhythm of uh, monthly prayer meetings for our for our community, uh, recognizing that 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 you know it, it, I was looking at Ephesians chapter two earlier and it talks about Jesus being the cornerstone, yeah, uh, and how the cornerstone is is the hinge. Uh, it talks about the apostles and the prophets being the foundation, uh, but I was thinking there's a distinction between a foundation which can be fairly loose. You know, like a house maybe has quite a wide foundation uh, and a cornerstone, which is completely indispensable that um, you, you need some sort of foundation in your house. You need the ap apostolic and prophetic ministry. Yeah. Uh, but actually, Jesus, uh, the one person of Jesus, with, without Jesus, the whole building collapses. Well, that's very, you, you need him specifically. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, love, I, I can't wait to hear how this church planting goes in September. I'm so excited to, to hear and see how that goes as well. But yeah, like that's one of the most important things that we do. But often the most one of the, for, you know, for, for many people when it gets busy, that's one of the things that, <laughs> that goes first. Um, if we're going through a stressful or, or bad time or life just gets busy, um, sometimes that is for people and one thing. But it's just keeping that, okay, this is the most important thing. No matter what else feels so urgent. Mm. This is the most important thing to spend time with Jesus. So, Jack, you mentioned oh, these rhythms of grace, uh, and in the blog you talk about four things that we've we've talked a bit about over the years. And I've loved the the phrasing, and I love like the the idea behind these rhythms. It's just really helpful and practical. Um, so four of them, I believe: the daily devotionals, weekly wanderings, monthly meanderings, and annual abandonments. Yeah. Um, I did. I did read that, so I haven't memorized all of them. But like, I love the I love the alliteration. But you know, what, what do these look like for you? And and I know maybe over the last eighteen months, things maybe have changed slightly in terms of the outworking of some stuff. With 
travel being restricted or, or whatever. So, but, but tell us a bit more about what daily devotions are, weekly mm. wanderings, monthly meanderings, and annual abandonments. How, how have these helped you in your walk with Jesus? And I think having these four rhythms, they really help each other. So maybe one week you're really struggling with daily devotionals, uh-huh. but maybe your weekly wandering, uh, or, or even, even if you're struggling with those first two, they're... Um, monthly meandering that they, they might get you right back up there uh with uh those uh and the the daily devotionals uh, or the weekly wanderings might help you to plan into your life uh to get into the diary uh, a monthly meandering or an annual abandonment uh so, so the daily devotional i think it's essential every day uh, yeah. that uh, we're seeking some kind of encounter with jesus uh, so that's changed for me uh, a lot over the years. Uh, so during uh, lockdown last year, I, I was mainly uh, doing my daily devotionals, engaging with uh, an online uh, singing uh, event uh, that, that took place every day, uh, something called Come and Sing With Me, which a friend Ollie Knight was leading uh, and participating in that. Uh, and then a couple of months ago, I felt like God was saying it was time for me to uh, more or less lay that down that that mm. could be a bonus thing that I did but it wasn't to be the heart of my daily devotionals anymore because that there was something quite public and shared about that uh, and I felt like God was calling me back to that to that private place with him yeah. uh, and so the past couple of months I've been uh, having uh, slightly more sort of intensive bible studies so I've gone through the gospel of Luke and uh, I've begun looking at the gospel of John uh, partly just going on holiday uh, last week and going on holiday again in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, I've, I've kind of come into more of a leisurely approach sort of uh, just this week. We're actually Lectio 365, uh, which is a resource that the Order of the Mustard Seed and, and Pete Gregg uh, make available. I've just been engaging with that. So they're just sort of 10-minute um, sort of prayer resources that are made available for the beginning and the end of, of the day. And then, then the others, uh, I, I probably want to go somewhere for them. Uh, so the, uh-huh. the weekly wandering, I did, did my weekly wandering yesterday uh, and uh, actually just went out for a bit of lunch with God after I, I go for a coffee with God or something. Oh, I love that. I love that. So you're not just like wandering. It's, it sounds like you get lost a little bit. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so you, you go for lunch, you go for coffee with God. What's that? Yeah. Tell us uh, more. I mean, and, and some, I mean, I, I like to have a variety to it uh, that, that sometimes I might go for a bit of a prayer walk uh, or I might even do it at home where you can be a bit more sort of uh, outgoing in your worship. You know, it's hard to pray out loud when you're in a, in a coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I probably start those times uh, at the moment by just checking in and sort of, seeing where I'm at with with God so actually the time yesterday uh I think it's just all felt a bit busy this week uh and I felt actually the rest of that time was really taking quite a lot of time to reflect on my uh use of time and my diary management uh, and engaging with emails some of that stuff that I was saying earlier can get in the way of us spending that quality time with with Jesus so chewing over some of some of that but from week to week um, you know, you'll feel completely different emotions and actually just bringing that into the presence of God and, and working working through it. 
So actually bringing your emotions and what you're feeling to God, not ignore them. Yeah, I think just being real with God in the midst of what you're going through. Uh, and so even uh, a resource that I found helpful that I've been writing answers to various questions, looking at Bible passages and Luke and John and um, actually coming to my weekly wandering. It was good to look through some of those uh, mm. practical practical applications that I'd written and go, how am I going to do something about that? Uh, so reflecting on um, where, where has God felt particularly present uh, and where has God felt particularly distant uh, mm -hmm. during that week or, or that month? Uh, and then, yeah, re really trying to engage with that, try trying to avoid rushing quickly beyond that, um, but, but, but actually lingering on that. Um, yeah, which, which can be quite difficult. So a little while ago, uh, in one of my weekly wanderings, uh, I was reminded of a real sense of frustration with a, a conflict that I'd had. Uh, and I was keen just to sort that out and move on to the next thing in the weekly wandering. And I felt like God was saying, no, actually, I want to show you some stuff through this, linger <laughs> on it. Um, yeah, and actually just being still, um, with stuff i think it's a real discipline to, to... I think absolutely being being stuff i guess it talked a little bit about the, <clears throat> the urgent and the important earlier right like being still is so important but so hard because you can physically be still but mentally or you can be scrolling through your phone you know we can go from one uh, bit of entertainment or one thing of that we're focusing on right to the next thing without actually stopping and processing um, which is what I love about these rhythms that actually like it's in some ways it forces you to actually like okay deep breath uh take a step back okay get regain perspective right um as well of what is important so monthly meanderings and annual abandonments are they sort of similar so obviously monthly meanderings once a month yeah once a month so I've sometimes called them uh termly travels uh I find that monthly is a good pattern to be in. Uh, so uh, at the moment, that probably like, looks like taking a morning or an afternoon uh, and a, a day would be great. But uh, just as, as I say, things get crowded out. Uh, so realistically, that's the amount of time that, that I can give sort of once a month. Um, you know, you potentially even use your weekend or something to, to do that. I, I don't think it matters too much. Uh, exactly how much time you give to it, but just that, that it um, is something that's there that can complement uh, your sort of daily devotionals and I guess your more frequent times. Um, and uh, again, uh, I, I think I want to start with where I sense I'm at um, to, to take stock of that month, to ask where's God felt present, where's God felt distant, uh, that the whoops and the poops uh, as, as I had to, uh, and uh, it can be really helpful particularly with uh, those longer times to be a bit more structured uh, so uh, when I went on an annual abandonment a couple of years ago when I booked out a, a retreat centre in Yorkshire to, to visit uh, a friend of mine shared a whole list of different ideas uh, like going uh, to the sea uh, somewhere uh, where the horizon is beyond uh, what, what you can physically see. Uh, make, making a fire, uh, which I wasn't able to do that yet, but which I did uh, on my retreat this year. Yeah. Um, 
and and stuff like you know doing art and uh, reading and uh, maybe in those annual abandonments uh which, which i find it helpful to uh, take sort of maybe five days or something to do um to um to do something different uh to, to try and uh, press into the presence of god in a way that's not necessarily your expected and regular way of of doing that and I'm not necessarily talking about having a whole long period of time that's completely silent uh, for that either. Yeah. I think shorter periods of time are good for them to be sort of something a bit more private between you and God. But I think the annual abandonment to actually mix a bit of extrovert time into that uh, rather than just having sort of five days of, of solitude, which can be really helpful for a lot of people. Uh, to actually mix in sort of time with people who refresh you and who you can talk through some of the stuff that you're learning. Yeah, but it's a separate time to your normal work or your nor whatever you're doing, you're able to get, and, you know, maybe you can't do five days, maybe it's three days or four days or yeah, two exactly. weeks. I don't, I don't know, whatever it works for people as well. And I think that is uh, so helpful. I think, I think, yeah, it's, I, you know, from what I pick up as well, it's so important to have rhythms, but also creativity and innovation within those rhythms not just to do like okay this is the exact plan every daily devotion or every weekly wandering or every monthly meandering is to allow yourself to okay that's the time set aside but also being creative with it go and walk by the beach or something like that with the sea and, and those kinds of things are so yeah I, lo I love that and I, th I think that logically sort of those four sort of one is longer than the other so say yeah. you're sort of getting five minutes with God each day, you know, potentially weekly, you might spend 10 minutes with God and monthly you might sort of spend an hour and yeah. sort of each day you might spend half a day. Um, you know, I, th I think that they're building on each other uh, mm -hmm. and, then, you know, you're able to build that into your schedule uh, depending sort of what you feel God's calling you to, recognising that uh, each of us faces different circumstances and situations uh, in our life. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Thanks, Jack. And I think I think you know, we're able to hear a bit of your experience from that. But you know, if someone's listening to this as well, like I think for them to be able to take the principles and maybe be hopefully that some of this will spark ideas, uh, not to do it exactly the same as you or not to do it exactly the same as me, but actually to work out what's best in their relationship with God. But potentially these daily devotionals, weekly wanderings, monthly meanderings, annual abandonments, these are actually helpful principles to have uh, for their time as well uh, to yeah, to put them into the diary as well. I think being intentional is important, right? Absolutely. And I, and I wouldn't want to be too prescriptive uh, <laughs> about, about these things. We have different seasons uh, and we all have different temperaments and ways of connecting with God. So actually spiritual pathways might be a useful uh, resource to look into. Bill Hybels talks a bit about that. Uh, but how, you know, some of us connect really well with God through nature. Uh, some people connect more with God through sort of serving other people practically or through conversations or sort of shared times of worship. And I think it's really helpful if we can draw on all of them. Uh, mm -hmm. People have ways that are more natural of connecting with God. Yeah. yeah, and that just takes a bit of time just to think them through and work them through as well. Um, that is amazing. Well, Jack, thank you so much for sharing on these things. I hope and pray for those that are listening that it'll help them, inspire them, help them to be creative in their time with God. Hopefully this is a few principles um, as well uh, to, to live by as well in our rhythm, finding the rhythms of grace 
um, to have that quality time with you. So thank you so much. Um, before we finish, Jack, I would just have like to have a bit of fun. Um, it's obviously been fun already, but to ask you a bit of fun, Dan. Absolutely, just ask you some quick fire questions. You do not know what these questions are going to be, um, but just quick, quick, quick questions, quick answers uh, to them as well. So. Just a few of them. Okay, so no, first one. I'll be nervous now, Dan. Just I'll be nervous. No, don't be, ner don't, don't, don't be nervous. It's nothing too scary. Well, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, okay, first one. What, what's the last TV show that you watched? Oh, no, this is really embarrassing. Oh, actually, no. I was going to say it's really embarrassing because I watched a bit of Love Island last night. But I think <laughs> I, I don't think I needed to say that because actually I watched a bit of American Scott Talent at lunchtime. So, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. The, the combination of those two uh, <laughs> brilliant what's your favorite meal well my favorite meal i love a seafood pizza seafood pizza yeah yeah it's got to have loads of mussels loads of prawns squid on it i love it really that, that sounds that sounds like a nightmare i'll be honest <laughs> I, like, I love i love prawns but the other stuff ooh. a lot of people are very anti-seafoods okay especially on a pizza yeah <laughs> um, fair enough, fair enough. Um, we love chatting about books Jack what are you currently reading what am I currently reading so I'm reading uh, the second book uh, written by a friend of mine called Matt Woodcock so he's written a book called Becoming uh, Reverent uh, and he's recently written uh, a book called Being Reverent uh, and uh, Zoe Ball uh, from BBC Radio 2 loves this book uh, and uh, it's really a funny uh, description, uh, the first one of uh, him learning to be a vicar uh, and the second one of him uh, living as, as a sort of pioneering vicar, doing the kind of work that I'm doing. Uh, oh, brilliant. Um, if you could become an expert in something, what would it be? Like if you could just instantly become an expert. If I could instantly become an expert. Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, I would like to be an expert uh, on historical politics would be good. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I love politics and uh, I am quite interested in history, but it'd be great to like, I, I, it, sh it shows, it shows where we've come from uh, and uh, what's going on now. I mean, the word politics essentially is from polis, which means the people uh, and yeah, and so I think it shows where we've got to and hopefully the way forward. Cool, cool. Historical politics. Well, that's not what I would have chosen. I don't know why I would have chosen. <laughs> that's very cool. Okay, last one. Um, so the Olympics is, are coming up. What is your favourite Olympic sport? Ooh, that's a good question. So I said recently, if I was to compete in the Olympic sport, uh, that the sport that I would probably competing uh if you know something crazy was to happen um i mean it would have to be super crazy because i'm not that good at sports but probably be the triathlon um because i think i'd definitely be a stamina person i quite enjoy watching the uh, volleyball actually there's something yeah. uh, fast paced which makes watching the volleyball quite entertaining yeah so triathlon or volleyball, I think they're quite different sports. I think I'd compete in the triathlon, but I would watch the volleyball. Okay, that's quite exciting. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jack, for that. 
Um, well, Jack, thank you so much for joining me uh, for our podcast today. Um, it's really great to have you. Uh, great to catch up. Great to hear about some of these rhythms of grace that you've got in your life, but also continuing to learn how to do these as well. So I want to say thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll have you back at some point as well. So thanks so much, Jack. Bye. Wow, love that chat I had with Jack. And I really love the rhythms of grace that he was talking about, those daily devotionals, those weekly wanderings, those uh, monthly meanderings and annual abandonments. I think those are so helpful uh, rhythms for us to have as we take time with Jesus and you know, each of them help us uh, with the others as well. So, so great. Thank you guys so much for listening today and we'll be back soon with another podcast.